0: Love Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: okay. Hi. I was about to say um, good morning, but it is not morning. It's afternoon or evening, depending on where you are. Um, I want to say. Then I'll say, let me start over. Good afternoon or evening. It is Thursday, March 28th, uh, <laughs> 2019. Um, I'm not going to do oh, any introductions. We're not going to spend a lot of time doing introductions because our guest has already dialed in and we want to bring him in as quickly as possible. Um, I just want to say my name is Stacey Kilball and um, welcome to QBO Show. And uh, Woody is off tonight, but Richard Roper is, Richard Ropa Roberts is uh, our guest not guest hosting, but he's going to help me interview our guest tonight, which is rich Priest. Um and uh, Richard, why don't you take a minute to just kind of uh, tell everybody really quickly before we bring rich in um, about our uh, sponsor meet and what's going on with
0: their Facebook group real quick? absolutely thanks Stacy um, so Uh, we just want you to make sure to check out the new Facebook group that Neat is putting out there. It's called the Neat Freak Space, and it's a Facebook group that you can join as an accountant. The group is open to all accountants and bookkeepers who are interested in Neat. Um, And uh, Neat offers multiple, multiple scanning and capturing methods, including mobile capture, scanning, email, and import. So if you're interested in uh, mobile Receipt Collection, please check out neat.com There you Richard. go.
1: Uh, I appreciate it. Okay, so we're going to bring in our guest. Our guest is Rich Priest. Uh, just for everybody, anybody who's listening, uh, the chat is open. Um, so if you already logged in before I got it open, you may have to refresh um, and try that again. Uh, so sorry if that's uh, an inconvenience to anybody. But it is open, and we are um, taking live questions while uh, we talk. Uh, I'm going to bring Rich in because he's been waiting patiently. Rich, there are you
0: are. There? There's,
2: there's <gasps> the Buzz. Hello, Stacey. Hello, Richard. How, hey, are, you? How are you? I do. I'm doing very well, thanks. I'm listening intently to your setup here, Stacey and Richard. So it's good to, good to hear you guys.
1: I know. I feel like I haven't seen you since, I don't know, November-ish.
2: It's, no, been like it's, long long. it's been like a long time. I know. been far too long. I'm, I'm always obsessed by whether whether the color of your hair has changed, Stacy. So, uh, not seeing you this long always makes so, that question.
1: So right now, <laughs> just FYI, I'm in a transition period and um it's uh I'm try I'm trying to grow it out because it was super super short, so I'm trying to grow it out. And I'm also waiting to see how much gray is coming in. And I'm not upset about the gray. I just want to see how much is there because the more that I have, the less hair I have to strip the brown out of so I can put whatever color in I do next, which I think is going to be a variation of blue. So right now I'm really boring. I'm just like, it's just not, I mean, I was at a business meeting yesterday and every like three people didn't legitimately didn't recognize me at first. Um, like until I started talking to them. But anyway, Rich, Priest, introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are and what you do at Intuit, please.
2: No, happy to. And by the way, thank thank you for having me, Stacey and Richard. So, uh, yeah, my name is Rich Priest. I lead the U.S. business for QuickBooks here at Intuit. I've actually been with the company for 17 years, um, which it never feels like 17, but I've I've done a lot of different roles. And one of those roles has also been leading our accountant business. And so – I've become very close with the accountant community over the years, and again, my current role is leading the U.S. business uh, for QuickBooks.
1: Nice. Well, thanks for that. We want to thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, So for anybody who doesn't know, um, we asked Rich to come on uh, to help give some updates about QuickBooks Live, and so that's what we're going to be talking about today is just what's going on with QuickBooks. Um, Live quickbooks live bookkeeping that's the first question I want to ask is what I know it's not a total full-blown thing yet and I know some people are calling it quickbooks live and I've heard some people call it quickbooks live bookkeeping so I guess to start off with uh, it's kind of a three-part question (laughs) which is what are we calling it right now Um, what is it and where did the idea
2: come from Got it. Got it. Okay, well, let me, let me try and answer those three questions, and this might take me two or three minutes, and I promise my other answers will be shorter, but I think the context on this is actually super important. So, so let me actually just start with where did the idea come from, and, and very, very briefly, the answer to that is, as many of your listeners might know, one of the first things we do when any small business joins QuickBooks is we ask, do you have an accounting professional? And if they say yes, we connect them to that accounting professional. And if they say no, we suggest they go to the Find a Pro Advisor platform because we remind them Mm -hmm. that 89% of small businesses say they're more successful when they have an accounting professional. So, So we are all in on the value of connecting small businesses and accountants. Now, the reality is that as we sit here today, 60%, percent six zero percent have connected with an accounting professional. But obviously, that leaves 40% who have one way or another said that they don't want an accounting professional. Now, in the last year, we started actually talking more to these folks and asking them, does that mean you don't need any help? And, and much to our sort of interest, what they said was, oh, no, I absolutely need some help. I'm just not ready for an accounting professional. And so when we asked them, well, then, can you help us with, like, what does that mean and what sort of help do you need? What they said was, I need help with setting myself up. So, for example, I don't really know how to connect my bank account. I don't know how to bring in apps that I'm using. I don't know how to send my first invoice. So I need help with setup. And then I also need help with basic bookkeeping. Now now this is the interesting thing which brought us to the first test which is again so fu- fundamentally the first point I'd make is again we have a thriving uh, f- find a pro advisor platform where a million small businesses a year looking for an accountant and we will continue to invest 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 in that platform but this is for the 40% who said I'm not ready for an accounting professional and so what we've been doing is we've been running a couple of tests to understand what would that actually look like and so, for example, the first test, which launched on February 4th, was us actually putting something on the website that said, do you basically need basic bookkeeping support? And, and a certain number of people clicked on Learn More. And then on that Learn More, we explained it, and then we said it's $200 a month, and you can buy now. Now, what we were looking for is the number of people that clicked that Buy Now button. In reality, we had not built the service, and so we were just trying to understand demand, Uh, And that was the first test. And then the second test, which went live just this week, is us testing the same concepts at $400, and so trying to understand what the price sensitivity is. And then secondly, offering a $150 setup service. And so so that's what we're currently learning. Now, now the last piece of this, and this is almost the most important piece, and then I'll stop and and see where you guys would like to go, is the single Mm -hmm. most important thing to realize is this is not Intuit setting up a service to compete with bookkeepers. The entire premise of this is we're building a platform where the only people on the platform providing the service are bookkeepers and accounting professionals. So, so the way it works is there are, you know, again, many, many small businesses who join QuickBooks who are not yet ready for an accounting professional, and our dream is that there is a platform where we connect them with a bookkeeper. That bookkeeper is compensated by Intuit uh, for helping out those customers within QuickBooks. And then, obviously, at a certain point, those same customers may end up gradu- uh, graduating to the Finder Pro Advisor platform. But either way, we believe we're expanding the opportunity for the accounting profession to work with small businesses. Now, I'll pause there, okay. Stacey, because I tried to answer all three pieces, and you may want to go in all sorts of different directions.
1: Well, I think I missed the part about the name. Are we calling it QuickBooks Live or
2: QuickBooks Live? Oh. I think I missed that part. You know, what? you didn't miss it. I didn't say it, so my bad, Stacy. Oh, I okay. Don't. It's been yeah. a long
1: day. I've been doing question, I've been doing Q and A for VCON,
2: so uh, you know, you never know. I, probably, I thought I missed it. I don't know. It was all me. So, so. Um, okay. You know, honestly, the, the way we refer to it today is QuickBooks Live. And I think we refer to it as kind of basic bookkeeping or as a basic bookkeeping service. Um, you know, interestingly, Stacey, so much of this is in the early phases that I think we're still learning. And, and, you know, inclusive of that is learning what to call it. But certainly internally we refer to it as QuickBooks Live.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Excellent. Richard, do you have, any, do you have anything you want to ask I, him? I, I do. I do. So the, the first question, Rich, is um, – in talking about benefits to small businesses. What, what kind of benefits do you see the small businesses that would sign up for this service receiving? And, and second part of that question is uh, looking at it from the pro-advisor lens. What, what uh, will the pro-advisors and bookkeepers, uh, how will they benefit from you guys providing
2: this service? Got it. I, I should start out by saying you guys are, are – you like the multi-part questions. I, I can see that already. I know, right? Um,
0: it's it's uh, not usually yes, exactly. that way, but
2: today – Exactly. I like it. Well, no, let me and let me try to do a good job and answer both this time. So let me start with the benefits for the small business. You, you know, very, very centrally, the benefit is confidence. And, again, we do a lot of research with small businesses, and what we learn is that they obviously have a need for a product like QuickBooks – Now, that need might be that they want to start sending professional invoices. It might be that they've hired their first employee and they need to do payroll. It might be that they need to manage inventory. It could be any number of things. But there's always a trigger as to why somebody selects QuickBooks. And then what we find is that very quickly their confidence either grows or they come to a conclusion that they can't do this themselves. And so for the small business, what we want to do is give them the opportunity to say that somebody at an affordable price can be there to help you either set this thing up or ongoing on a sort of do-it-with-me basis. Not do it for me, but do it with me. And so, so that's the benefit to the small is Rather than sort of entering this scary space, feeling that their their options are either to do it themselves or pay somebody a, a high, high price, there's a middle ground where they do some of the work and then a bookkeeper is sort of on the other end of a video connect when, when they need them. So that's the benefit to the small business. You know, the benefit to the Pro Advisor, I believe, is that we are obviously now, you know, from a technology standpoint, living in a world where things are changing very quickly. And the reality of it is that technology now allows us to connect small businesses and accounting professionals on a platform inside QuickBooks. And so, you know, the way that we think about this is whether somebody wants to work from home and do one hour a week or whether they want to build this as part of their practice and have two or three people in their office doing this 45 hours a week, this is a completely flexible platform. Um, We've already had stay-at-home parents reach out to us and say that they love this because it gives them flexibility. We've had people in different circumstances where they're more restricted to their home reach out to us and say that this is going to change their lives. And so, again, I think that there are many different ways and and reasons why why pro-advisors and bookkeepers and accounting professionals will do this. And obviously, the compensation has to be right. And that's something that we have to figure out here over the coming months. But assuming that the compensation is right, I just think that the flexibility really adds another dimension to people's existing practices.
1: Awesome.
0: Makes
2: sense.
1: So I have a a question, though, um, about something that you just said. Um, you mentioned something, you said high, high price. So what I'm wondering is based on, like, who's, who's saying high, high price? Like, it comes, and I'm not trying to, you know, like, put you on the spot or anything, but I, I, that's a little bit of a trigger because I'm wondering who's saying high, high price, and it almost implies that pro-advisors are overcharging maybe. I mean, what did you mean by high, high price?
2: Yeah, yeah, no. And Stacey, you know, you'll never put me on the spot, so you can ask me anything you like. But here's, here's what I mean okay. by that. This is directly coming from the small businesses who are in the 40% who, when they join QuickBooks, they say, I'm not ready for an accounting professional. When we ask them, you know, well, why do you say that? There's, there's a couple of things we hear fairly consistently. One is, they don't even know the questions to ask. And so, you know, typically their small business is, is in its sort of infancy. And so they, 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 they sort of say, like you know, I clearly want to at least know what questions I want to ask, and I'm not there yet. The second thing they say is there is a perception that working with an accounting professional is going to be expensive. And that is a perception that they already have. And so they're the ones saying, you know what, an accountant is expensive, and so I need some help. I just don't need that level of help yet. And that's where we believe that there is this sort of middle ground of a do-it-with-me where they're willing to do the work, they just need somebody to guide them every now and again or answer a question every now and again. And so this notion of unlimited support through video when you're in QuickBooks We need to obviously learn whether they consume that one hour a month or 10 hours a month, because obviously that's going to change the price we will charge them. But fundamentally, it's the perception that a small business has that an accountant is expensive until they start to use one and realize that the benefit significantly outweighs the cost. And that's where we believe that people will then graduate from this kind of bookkeeping platform back onto the Find a Pro Advisor platform.
1: Okay. And so I have one more question. Um, and this is actually coming from Bryce because he's kind of made a point in the chat where he said, um, and you kind of touched on it, where like the client, like it's possible the small business owners kind of don't know what they don't know. And so what he put in the chat was how does a small business owner even know what they need and like what the term bookkeeping services mean? And like he said, a fair, a lot of the times when he gets to find a pro advisor lead uh, a lot of, and not every time, but often enough, Um, the comment is something like, I know my books are a mess and I need you to do whatever it is that you need to do to to get them straight and fix them. So, I mean, is that the kind of, is that what you're targeting? That kind of like, I don't know what I don't know sort of small business owner?
2: Yeah, well, it's a great question. And first of all, a a big hi to Bryce. I haven't seen Bryce in a while as well. So Bryce, I hope you're doing great. Um, But let me me answer the question. And, And the honest answer, Stacey, is, we don't know either, but let me tell you what we're doing about it to find out. So, so we are very aware that when we say basic bookkeeping, that literally means something different to every person. And we're also very aware that if you have a service which is an unlimited service, you have to know how much people are going to consume that service because otherwise you have no idea how much to charge for it. And so those two things right. are big problems we have to solve. Now here's what we've done to solve it. What we can't do, of course, is open the platform up day one to pro-advisors because we don't know how much work we're asking them to do. Therefore, we don't know how much to pay them. So what we have done is in the last couple of months, we have hired a very small number of pro-advisors in Boise at our T-Sheets office. And we basically kicked off a closed beta for about 50 customers who basically wanted to sign up for QuickBooks Live and wanted to sign up for this basic bookkeeping service. But we obviously needed to understand what questions do they have, what will they actually need help on, what are they going to do themselves versus need somebody else to do. And so that now has been live for about four or five weeks. And, again, we have, you know, a very small number of pro-advisors in Boise. At the end of that test, which will be in the next couple of months, We will then have a much better idea of what people perceive basic bookkeeping to be. And then at that point, we'll have to either be comfortable with knowing that, you know, there is a broad definition of basic bookkeeping, which we all agree with, or maybe having like a couple of tiers where the first tier is it includes these things. And then the next tier is it doesn't include these things, and this is where you have to go to the uh, the Find a Pro Advisor website. So, so, again, what this ends up looking like is a bit TBD, but we are in the process of finding out what is it that the small business actually assumes they're going to get, and then how can we deliver that effectively.
1: Okay, I want to just say, I know Richard is chomping at the bit because he has a question. I just want to say thank you for I don't know. Um, I I really appreciate that, and um I, I mean, it's nice to say, hey, I don't, we don't know yet. We don't have any idea really what this is, and we're just trying to figure it out. I think that's what, um, I think that's what uh, the pro advisors are really kind of worried about. They don't know what it is, and I think it's going to be reassuring to them to hear that you guys don't necessarily know what that is either. And my cat also says thank you. She's meowing quite loudly. and She also says thank you very much, Rich <laughs> you are very,
2: You are very welcome.
0: <laughs> so, so, Rich, I think one of the, one of the other big questions is uh, really, uh, I've heard you mention uh, Find a Pro Advisors site several times. How, how will QB Live impact the future of findaproadvisor.com in reality?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I, it's a great question, Richard. And, and uh, you know, again, so much of this we're going to learn our way into, but I will always tell you, you know, what we know and what we don't know and specifically what the intention is. So the intention is that the Finder Pro Advisor website is, is good today, and it will only get better and better because we will continue to invest in it. And the proof point I would give you is 18 months ago, 49% of our base was connected to an accountant through that website and other places. Today, it's 60 So obviously, we've been pushing that. And, and that number, by the way, will continue to go up. And it's in our metrics, internal metrics, that we want to connect more accountants and small businesses through that particular website. So, one, that as a standalone entity will continue to be hugely important for us and our partnership with accountants. Again, you know, we believe this is a different uh, group of people who are unwilling to go to that website today based on what they tell us, and, and yet they still need help. So, so the, the short answer, Richard, would be my hope is that this over time becomes a funnel to that website where actually there's more and more people looking for professional accounting help. Um, now, it might be that this is just ends up being a different cohort of people and they just want basic bookkeeping or setup and they never actually move over. But if not, it won't make that site smaller because this is the 40% versus the 60%, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Makes
1: sense. It
2: makes great sense.
1: And the other thing I wanna mention in the in the comments, Bryce said uh thank you for mentioning him. He also wanted to say that uh find a pro advisor, tons of qualified leads for sure. Um and not that those clients who are coming to us saying we don't know what we don't know, um, aren't qualified leads. so do not I d I don't I don't want I hope I didn't imply that, not just for you right. but for Bryce as well and anybody who's listening. Um and the other comment that we're hearing is Bryce says, like, his quote, if you type, I'm just going to read it, it, says hearing the explanation from Rich is so grounded, it's logical, um, honest, and free of propaganda, which I completely agree. Um, so I'm really, I just want to thank you again for coming on and doing this. Um, I've been hearing a lot from the pro advisor community just a, about this, and, and there's some anxiety about it. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to do it. Um, the other thing is, um, and, and speaking of like that anxiety, and we had one audience question, um, and it was from Anna Reddy, and the name of her company is Accru, and it's also another. A, a few other uh, people have asked this as well, and it's um, the uh, communicating to the pro advisor community. Um, a lot of people were a little upset, especially. Uh, after some of the kind of the, what a lot of pro not a lot, but a few pro feel is kind of an onslaught of um, just kind of an overwhelming amount of messaging, just the, the amount of messaging that's coming out, and then all of a sudden there's sort of nothing uh, about this. And so um, a lot of pro-advisors are wondering, you know, why maybe you didn't – and Anna's question specifically is, why wasn't there an email or a press release or something communicated to pro-advisors about QuickBooks Live? Um, and so that's what they're wondering is, why – um, why hasn't Intuit been a little bit more proactive about this? And my take is this was a test. The way this was explained to me, this was a test. And the page from what I – I couldn't even find the page that, like, you guys were testing. Like, the only way I could find it was if I, like, logged into – like, I, I went to QuickBooks from, like, a, an incognito or I used a browser that I don't normally use. It was really difficult to find. So yeah, I guess that's the question is, you know, why has not Intuit been as proactive about this messaging this as they have been to some of the other stuff lately? That was a long no, question, and I'm going to shush no, you. No,
2: it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a it's a great question, Stacey, and thank you for the question, Anna. And, and, you know, believe me, I've had this question from many others, so you're definitely not alone in, in asking that question. And you know what? It starts with, uh, you know, very honestly, I think we made a mistake. and and I'll share what I mean by that but honestly we will now do this differently based on this learning. Um, Now that mistake was born from an innocent place but it doesn't mean it wasn't a mistake and and so what happened was to Stacy's point this was a test. Now to put it in perspective we have many many millions of small businesses come to our website every year. This was a test that was going to run for two weeks from February 4th and 10% of traffic were going to be exposed to it. So, so again, to Stacey's point, the vast majority of people weren't going to see it. It's 10% of traffic. Um, Now, we we run literally hundreds of tests a year. And, of course, by the very definition of it being a test, the normal sort of business rules are we don't communicate to people that we're about to run a test. Because otherwise, you know, you guys would be even more sort of fed up with us in terms of emails. Uh, We'd be sending you emails every 10 minutes. Um, Now, the, the, the key, of course, to any rule is there should be an exception to the rule. And we consciously talked about, is this the one where we should reach out to accounting professionals and tell them we're going to do this? Because if we don't, it might create anxiety. And we made a decision not to, because we said, you know, at the end of the day, it's a test, and and so we don't want to start a generating sort of anxiety ourselves by communicating a test. Now, honestly, Anna, that was the wrong decision. It was, I made the decision, and on on, on reflection, I apologize because it was the wrong decision. And so that is why we didn't communicate ahead of time, because it was 10% of traffic and it was a test. Now, having learned the feedback, and the feedback has been a lot of anxiety, and it's been a lot of speculation, and it's been a lot of, does this mean Intuit is going to compete against us, which, of course, is not... The case, And as I explained a few minutes ago, the entire premise of this platform is not that Intuit employees are competing against pro-advisors. It's that pro-advisors who choose to are the ones on the platform who are essentially, you know, making money and providing service to clients. And so, so without having the opportunity to explain that, we created anxiety. And now moving forwards, we're now operating very differently. So, for example, um, before we launched this second test, which went live this week, We updated all of our blog articles on our website and our firm of the future, and we told accounting this is coming. We reached out to a number of influencers in the community, and we told them this is coming. Today, I actually did an in-the-know webinar to 700 pro-advisors, and this is all we talked about. And so, so I just want you to know that, A, we heard your feedback, Anna, B, I personally apologize, and C, we learned our lesson, and now we're trying to be far more proactive about communicating what test is coming next before it comes.
1: Awesome. Thank you for That's,
0: that. Yeah. And that,
2: Rich, that leads me
0: directly into uh, my next question. You were talking about tests. You were talking about how uh, they are not normally uh, pushed out to the world and that you made a mistake and that was wrong. Brilliant. Um, but I am going to ask what tests do you have planned for the future?
2: Yeah. So No, it's a great question. And, you know, so let me tell you the, the test this week, as I mentioned, it's very similar to the first test. There's no platform beneath it, so it's what we call a dry test still, um, and it says mm-hmm. it's $400, and you could sign up for the $150, like, one-time setup. So that's the current test. Now, moving forwards, you'll see us testing a variety of things, and we'll communicate this before each test, and these tests are still being developed, and so, so what I'm about to describe isn't specific. It's kind of directional. But I would like to see us, for example, test different tiers, And so, you know, perhaps in one tier, it's unlimited. And perhaps in one tier, you get a certain block of time from a bookkeeper or accounting professional. I'd like to see us test, you know, there is set up and there is basically, you know, connecting apps and maybe kind of sending an invoice. And then there's maybe what's one level down of depth. Now, we have to figure out what that is. but, But I think that what we will need to test is some sort of good, better, best model. And then, again, the best model, just to be clear, is still not somebody doing all of your bookkeeping. It's just us understanding what level of help people need when they define basic bookkeeping before they outgrow it and then go back to the find-a-pro-advisor platform. But those are the kind of tests that we're going to have to do. And, obviously, what we're learning from the folks in Boise who actually are pro-advisors and are answering the phone and are learning what questions are coming through, that will help inform what those tests are next. But, but Richard, the summary would be before we do them, we will do what we did this time and we will update our blogs and we'll reach out to influencers and we'll do things like, you know, this show and in-the-know webinars, and we will let the community know what's coming, you know, before it comes. Excellent. Rich, what, what
0: is the, if you don't mind saying, how long do you anticipate the tests happening before any offering, if you choose to do an offering? Uh, goes live for real? Yeah,
2: it's it's a great question. And, you know, again, I don't know the exact dates, but I'll I'll try to give you sort of directional uh, answers. Um, Sure. I think think that it would be prudent of us to continue to test for probably another roughly six months. And, And I say that because I think there's so much to learn, and I actually think that doing this right is better than doing it quickly. Um, now, that said, I think six months is a long time and we have a lot of resources and we have a lot of customers that we can test with. And so, so we can learn a lot in six months. And so personally, I would love to be in a position where six months from now, as a pro advisor, you can participate um, this thing is, you know, in its infancy, but we're actually kind of working with customers and, and, and we're actually starting to grow and scale. Now, realistically, might it be nine months? Of course it might be because we're going to learn as we go. But I don't think it will be three sure. months because I think we have a lot to learn. And personally, I would like it to be less than nine. So that, that's just, that's a personal answer. Um, you know, that's nothing that Intuit would sort of say, hey, on behalf of Intuit, here's the answer. But directionally, and obviously I'm fairly close to it, that's how I feel about it.
0: Excellent, thank you. All right.
2: I know you mentioned
1: a couple of tiers, and I don't know how, I'm sorry, because I was reading, I, I'm doing double duty. Um, but uh, can you share any more about the crisis structures? Or, I mean, it sounds like you kind of went into them. Is there anything else? Like, and because that's what people are going to yeah. ask after this.
2: Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> So, so there isn't really a great deal more, but I'll tell you, it's, it's funny that when we, when we did the first test and we said it's $200, and, and remember, again, it's a dry test, so, so the $200 is just to see how many people respond. Um, a large part of the feedback was, that's too cheap, and that's going to be a problem for the industry because you're going to anchor the price too low, and that's going to negatively affect everybody. That was some feedback I received. Now, this time, we put the test at 400 And again, remember, it's still a test. There's no service. So we're just trying to understand how many people click by now. And some of the feedback I've already received is now you're charging too much, and I don't even charge $400, and so it's too much. Now, I say that, Stacey. Just $400, to say, I think,
1: is still too little. I'm just going to say.
2: The, yeah. We do very, I mean. I, I, I yeah.
0: do too. Yeah. So, That's just
2: so, so, me. So, I mean, yeah, so honestly, I mean, I, I share that just to say. This is one of those tricky ones where everybody has a different opinion and the reality of course is it's going to have to meet the expectations of the small business and their willingness to pay with the compensation that it creates on the other side of the platform for the bookkeeper or accounting professional. Now honestly whether that lands at 300, 400, 500, 600 I actually don't know and that's the wonderful thing about testing is we will learn our way there. And then what the compensation model is for the accounting professional is also we don't know, and it will in part be derived, of course, by people's willingness to pay. But those are two of the biggest questions that we need to figure out over the next two or three months.
1: All right. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Um, the other thing is that um, the other fear, the anxiety, I'll call it anxiety because I don't think people are really scared. I think it's just kind of an anxiety thing. Um, a lot of, a lot of the pro advisors that I have talked to, and I, I want to say that when I say a lot of pro advisors, I mean the ones that are talking to me. There's a million billion pro advisors out there. There's tens of thousands of pro advisors. I'm obviously not talking to all of them, but the ones that i are, um, are asking me questions about it. Uh, what they're concerned about is taking clients from pro advisor. Um, for, they're taking away prospects, basically, not necessarily clients, because obviously you're not going to market to somebody who's already connected to. Um, accountant through QBOA, but they're worried that um, somebody who's going to choose QuickBooks Live isn't necessarily going to maybe find go to find a pro-advisor, and so the question that I want to ask you so that you can sort of uh, help, uh, you know, diminish the anxiety about this is, well, I know why I am excited about this, but um, from Intuit, I think it's important, why should other pro-advisors and bookkeepers be excited about this opportunity?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, it's, a, it's a two-part answer, Stacey. The, the first piece is, um, you know, why I think that they should be excited. And then the second part is I just want to speak to your sort of, but how will some of the same clients not end up moving away from me? Right. So, so let me answer both. So the first one is I honestly think why, why accountants and bookkeepers should be excited. I genuinely think that this expands the opportunity to work with small businesses. Again, you know, the, 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 the absolute core of this is, these are the small businesses who have made a decision that they do not yet need or want, an accounting professional or bookkeeper. So, so obviously, for anyone that wants to participate, the thesis of the case is, these people were not going to find you uh, they weren 't looking for you, and they actively told us that they didn't ready, they weren 't ready for you and, and So this is an opportunity for you on a different platform on QuickBooks to basically assist those folks, be compensated for it um, and so So point number one is I genuinely believe that it expands the opportunity set of who accounting professionals can serve. Obviously, that expands the opportunity to make money, so so that is a benefit. And then I think the flexibility of it is one of the things that we have heard most positively. Again, this notion of I can do five hours a week, I can do 50 hours a week, I can do no hours next week is, is attractive to people, whether it's to augment their existing practice and income or whether it's, frankly, to set something up on the side and sort of do this separately. So point number one is that's why I would be excited. Now, the second part is... Um, I want to replay what you said, which is there will be no intention to target anybody who has, has an accountant today. So, so you are absolutely right that, you know, of course we will not target anybody who is connected to an accountant. Um, what we will do is obviously try to attract the 40% who don't into this service. And then the last thing is, you know, there is a reality that would some of those people at some point found, found their way to a bookkeeper or an accountant? They probably would. And so, you know, there is, a, there is a reality that I just want to acknowledge, which is when people say, well, one or two of those people might have found me independently, I actually don't disagree with that. But my answer would be, but hopefully for every one or two that might over time have found you independently, there might be 40 or 50 that you're able to provide assistance to on this platform because literally we will be bringing them to you through the platform. And So my hope is that the benefit significantly outweighs the risk. But once again, like all of this, we're going to do this together. We're going to do it with the accounting community, and we're going to learn as we go.
0: Right. I think Richard, so Richard you know, do you have a I question? That, uh, I do. I do. So, Rich, trying to um, figure out what you guys are still figuring out about uh, the QuickBooks Live program, what, what questions – still remain unanswered that you're still
2: testing. Yeah. The two biggest ones, Richard, are what is the price point that small businesses are willing to pay, and then what is their expectation against the notion of basic bookkeeping for that price point? Those fundamentally are the two biggest questions that we need to answer. And then obviously beneath that, there will then be a whole set of questions around Um, what sort of pro-advisor and professional will will come to the platform, what sort of designation or training will they have to have for us to ensure a certain quality level. Um, The technology piece of this is actually um, the piece that we've already done a lot of work on because we have TurboTax live, and I'm happy to speak to that in a moment if there's interest. But the good news is we're sort of ahead of the game in terms of the infrastructure. But obviously, you know, when a pro advisor today says, how do I get involved, there are a number of questions that we have to answer over time as to, well, who is this right for? Again, what training do they have? Um, What equipment do they need? Um, What are the metrics that we should measure somebody against? Um, And and so so those are the things that we have to figure out. And as ever, we'll do it with our accounting council. We'll do it with folks like yourself and Stacey. We'll ask you your opinions, and we'll try and be thoughtful about it as we go.
1: Okay. So I have one, we actually have just a couple more questions. And so here's what I'm thinking as I'm talking to you tonight um, or this afternoon for you, because you are in a different time zone. So what I'm wondering is how, and you may or may not be able to answer this. And if you you don't, then just, I mean, I'm cool with, I don't know, but I'm just wondering, so how does the checkout process work? Like obviously you're going to be targeting new QBO signups. And so like, is the checkout process, is it going to be something like, okay, user says, I want QuickBooks Online Essentials, and then they click that, and they start going to the checkout process, and then is the site going to say, hey, do you have an accountant? If they say yes, you push them to checkout, whatever, finish the, you know, the, the sign up. If it says no, but I want one, you push to find a pro advisor, and if they say no, I don't want one, you, you give them the option of QuickBooks Live. Is it going to work something like
2: that? You know, it's funny, Stacey, you might at this point have thought about it more than we have uh, with the detail behind your oh. suggestion. Um, you know, a, again, I can't overemphasize we're not there yet. Um, the, the the altitude of which we are currently testing is an altitude which is, do you want to basically buy, for example, QuickBooks Plus for 60 bucks, and then are you interested in adding on this $200 service at some point in the future? Like, that's one test. Another test is... Do you want to spend $260 a month for QuickBooks, including QuickBooks Live, which is obviously a bundle? And so, so we're still at the altitude of, should we try to position this as a bundle, or should we try to position this as an add-on to QuickBooks? And that literally is the altitude of what we're testing. The whole notion of sort of how we will execute the checkout process is very much to be determined. That said, I think the way that you articulated it is a very good idea, and so it will be some something similar to that. But but very much we haven't even talked about it yet.
1: Okay, fair enough. I get it. I mean, I, if, as as a pro advisor, that's how I would want it. That's how I would want to see it because that sort of gives me a reassurance that, yeah, okay, you're still going to help. You're still going to be promoting during checkout. You're still going to be promoting find a pro advisor. And if they say no, you're still giving them this other option. So anyway, and if I were in charge, that's what I would do. I'm
2: just going to put that out there. And we should put you – I think um, we're going to put you in charge, Stacey. That's the answer to all of this.
1: Well, you know what? I tried. I, I'm not local to Boise. So I. I they were like, okay. we would love to have you on the team and help us with this, but you're not local. So hopefully um, in the next kind of phase of it, I'll be able to, to be a part of it. But we'll see. If not, it's not. Well, so the other cool. thing, and Stacey, without um,
2: interrupting you, I'm sorry, you kind of are in charge. We both know that. So even without being in voice, well, let's just uh... keep it real. <laughs> so. <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> okay, it's so, so we just have a couple minutes. I have one little follow-up, and that's uh, so: how do people kind of stay on top of this? How do they find out more about QuickBooks Live uh, when it's ready? Um, that's my first question: is is how do they how do they keep up? date with this? Is there some place they could go to see what's happening with it?
2: Yeah, so so um, the best place right now is the blog on Firm of the Future. Um, okay. And so they, they will be able to, that's where we are always updating the latest information. And obviously that doesn't mean we're updating it daily, because frankly there's not new information daily. Um, but, but on a regular basis, we are updating that blog. Um, also, there is a link there where basically we're sort of asking folks, hey, you know, please click on this link to either ask us questions, provide feedback, or indicate that you're interested in signing up for the service. And even though this is no, by no means an official sign up, we've already got, you know, many people who have reached out to us and said, hey, um, can you just put my name down so when it does become available, you know, you make sure I'm on the list. And so at the blog on right. Firm of the Future, all of that information is there.
1: And you know what, I think the easiest way to find it on Firm of the Future, because what I've noticed is there's no dates on any of the the articles on Firm of the Future. Um, I think the easiest way, and I just had to do this today because I was writing an article for Firm of the Future, um, is to use the search feature. Um, there's a search feature. Like I had to do a search for what's new, so I could find out all the stuff that was coming up. That like is what's new in the last year for an article that I'm writing. And I think that's the easiest way to find anything on Firm of the Future. So if you go to Firm of um, anybody who's listening, and you don't see it. Just there's a little search, and you can find it. The last question that I have for you, and we'll and let Stacey. You go I'm sorry, Stacey. Is, is,
2: yeah. Is this? Okay. I'm sorry, this this does not quite meet breaking news, but I'll still give you it as breaking news anyway. Actually, we got feedback okay. from you and others on that, and just in the last 48 hours, we have actually added the date, and so now people will be able oh. to know the date, uh, the answer. <laughs> so, so that has now changed. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, I, that I, is I promise, breaking I promise news. we're always listening.
2: I promise we're always listening. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome.
1: Okay, <laughs> that is, that is you I heard it here first. News, cause we're,
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> QBO Show Live. Okay, so the other question is how are you planning on communicating in case somebody, you know, forgets that it's from the future or whatever. How do you plan on communicating to the pro advisors and the basically everybody else that is on QuickBooks Island um, what's happening with it and when you're going to start accepting uh, bookkeepers into the service?
2: Yeah, I think for the for the next, call it handful of months, I think it will be the current plan that we have learned since the first test. And what that basically is, is sending people to the Firm of the Future site with the blog, uh, having the link there where people can sign up if they choose or ask us questions, doing way more of things like this, Stacey, whether it's the in-the-know, whether it's town halls, whether it's shows, like, um, shows like yours. I think we're just trying to be far more proactive. And then I think at the right time, and that right time, again, might be four or five months from now, just approximately, you'll start to see us be more proactive in terms of emails or in-product messaging where we will say, okay, this service is now, you know, going to be launched at X date. We're now officially looking for folks. Here's what the compensation is. Here's what the criteria is. And then we'll be a lot more proactive and that will be in product and over email. And until then it will be those other channels that I mentioned.
1: Okay. I want to thank you. We only have about 50 seconds left. Um, I want to thank you, Rich. Uh, And if we get cut off, uh, I mean that's. I want to thank you, Rich. You, I mean, we're we're not that I want you to go, but we don't really have any more questions, and I want to thank you for coming on. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Neat.com. dot uh, com. You want to go to Facebook and look for the Neat Freak uh, website. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Richard's mom, Carol, for listening. I also want to. Um, say that in April we have QBO Advanced and we have uh, QuickBooks Online Project Profitability. We are, we're going to be talking about those things. And then the last thing that I'm going to say before we go is –
0: Bye, you guys. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Thank, Thank you, you, Okay, Bye.